Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. It's time for us to give an offering. Amen. Today is Thanksgiving Sunday. How can I say thanks Sunday? And want to be generous before the Lord. Amen. Now, before we give our offering, I just want to make a little comment on likely to be rich or likely to be poor. All right? So, as, to, as part of the offering, because today is Thanksgiving Sunday and I have an important message for you on how can I say thanks Sunday. Now, likely to be rich, number one, temperance. A person who is temperate or um, it means avoiding excesses and living in moderation. That's the meaning of the word temperance, avoiding excesses and living in moderation. It's likely to be rich. Yes, it's likely to be rich. Right? What I'm saying is that there are a number of things when you practice them, you're likely to be rich. And a number of things when you practice them, you are likely to be poor. And one of them is temperance. Now it says, he, 1 Corinthians 9.25 says, every man that strives for the mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it for a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. So the word mastery speaks of the highest kind of reward you can ever get. So the highest kind of reward comes to people who practice moderation and avoid excesses. All right? So you find out over time that people who are likely to be rich, right, avoid excesses. Now, you find out that many people are want to have the best, bestest car, house, life, privilege, everything, extremely super. That often leads to poverty rather than choosing a middle road and something average is the desire for these things 
that makes people poor. Do you get it? The desire for all these things that makes people poor. We are just about to give an offering. An offering, well, every time a pastor is giving, uh, taking an offering, it's like when you give, you'll be rich. When you give, you'll, be, you'll get a lot back. But what we are saying is that there are many things in the scripture that teach us that people who practice these things are likely to be poor or likely to be rich. And one of them is he that is temperate in all things will get the mastery. That is the highest kind of reward. 1 Corinthians 9.25 Every man that strives for the mastery, the mastery, that is the, the upper the upper award, the highest award in life is usually moderate in a lot of things. Like if you look at the person's life, find out that in this area is moderate, in this area is moderate, in this area is moderate, in this area. Even with eating, you see that eating is moderate. If you like a particular food, you see that moderation in banku levels or in kinky levels or in rice you know is moderate in all things one time I saw a man of God at a restaurant alright and um, when he it was a buffet so he came to pass in my direction. A man of God, I said, one of our own local men of God. And uh, his plate was more like a mountain. And I knew immediately there was a problem. So I had a meeting after. Not during, but after. So mastery is moderate in all things. We all, we, we, we all know the nicest car. We all know the best area. We all know the poshest school. We all know the best whatever. But when you are going to be a rich person, when they mention certain things to you, immediately your antennas will go up. Somebody wants me to be poor. It's true. Look. What, what is the best school? What is the best school? Hmm? Eh? Not presec, not presec. Not presec. What, you see, in I, and I'm not going to mention it because if I mention it, somebody may say I'm even saying something negative against that, that's, that's cool. No. But what is the most expensive school? Uh-huh. What are the... No, I, I don't, don't mention I don't know. You, you mention it to yourself. What is the best, most expensive school in America that nobody can go to? 
few people can go to such school. They mentioned the names. They said this, 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 this. Okay? Huh? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Mention what is the most expensive university in America and the most expensive university in England and in France. Oh, yes. And you see, I'm not saying don't go. I'm not saying don't go, please. You see now, somebody wants to change the preaching. Somebody wants you to be poor. What is the bestest kind in the in the in the in the in the in the world? Eh? What are the what are the higher highest ranges of cars? Eh. Likely to be poor. Likely to be poor. Drive it. I won't talk again. You drive it. Oh yes. All these things that are mentioned, I said, oh, everybody is there, likely to be poor. Yeah. Write it somewhere, put it in the fold the paper, put it somewhere, and later on pull it out and see. True. So you see that people do not realize that. Taking your child to school to in Dansoman may not be such a bad idea at all. Banana in, yes, no problem. <laughs> so, anyway, just remember this scripture. Every man, every, it includes everyone who strives for the mastery. You see, that word mastery is like the upper levels of everything in life. A master is a master. Or, okay, let's change it to everyone who strives to be a master is moderate, not in some things, in all things. He's bit, 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 bit. We all know what is the best. We all know. Oh, yes. All right? Are you excited about this scripture? It's, it's an offering that we are taking. Then, temperance makes you enjoy privileges at the right time. Blessed art thou, Ecclesiastes 10 and verse 17, O land, when thy king is the son of nobles and thy princes eat in due season for strength and not for drunkenness. Hmm? So when your country, okay, has a king 
who is the son of nobles. Put the scripture, I beg you, please. Is the son of nobles. It's better. It's better. Because the Bible says blessed. Blessed means better. When the person who is leading is the son of a noble. Because he's used to having a television. He's used to certain cars. You know, for instance, with me, I, I never, I've never found, I, in my house, my, the only car that was in my house was a Mercedes-Benz. My father never drove a Toyota. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Never. I never saw from my birth that from the time I could recognize cars, it was only Mercedes-Benz. From the time I was born till my father died. When my father died, one of his inheritance was a Mercedes-Benz. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Toyota? No. I'm not since I'm before my, in my house. <laughs> I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a Toyota. What I'm trying to say is that it's nothing special to me that I have to search for. <laughs> or sacrifice the whole world to have that. No. I don't need to. And, and it's not, it doesn't have that attraction to me. Are you there or you are leaving? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and as long as I, I knew my father when I was growing up, he only traveled in first class. Never, he never traveled in, he told me, he said, my legs are long. I cannot fit in economy class. From the time that I became aware of life, oh yes. <laughs> By the grace. <laughs> there are so many things. But the Bible says, Blessed are thou, O land. Look at it. When thy king is the son of nobles and thy princes. Eat in due season. Like they don't just eat all the time. <laughs> and they don't look at the, why do you put the scripture away? Look, I'll make you come and kneel down here right now. <laughs> and thy princes eat in due season. And there's a reason why they eat. Like when you see them taking some benefits, there's always a good reason. They don't just take it. There's a very good reason why they do things. So when you see him eating, it is for a reason. Not just because there's food. Oh, yes. You know, there are some people, when you see them eating, you know they've experienced hunger in their lives. Or you don't know, especially people who went to boys' schools. <laughs> like, even when they graduate into levels of prosperity, that hunger that they experience has not left them yet. They are still on it. 
So the Bible says, they eat in due season for strength and not for drunkenness. So it's showing you that the eating is not, because you don't get drunk from eating. But the drunkenness is a symbol of just going wild. Because you've seen a, a little pleasure or a little provision. You've gone, like you've gone berserk. Ask your neighbor only berserk. Do you know what is berserk? <laughs> Every nobility which you missed as you were growing up, receive a compensation now in Jesus' name. Receive nobility. I said receive nobility. Oh, yes. You will not be going around searching for things which are not necessary. Yes. You, you, you don't have to buy a lot of cars and show people these are the cars that I have. Oh, yes. I have to show you. Look. Sometimes you see people like they are like, you know, have you seen children playing with toy cars? Yeah. It grows with you. Yes, it grows. Hmm. All right. Number three. Temperance, likely to be rich, is something that people react, you react moderately moderately to provocation yes moderately and slowly Proverbs 14 verse 29 he that is slow to wrath is of great understanding but he that is hasty of spirit exalteth folly Slow to, to wrath is of great understanding. Amen. So slow to wrath is not an extreme. If you get angry and start breaking things, it doesn't help. Slowly react. And you have to be careful with somebody who reacts slowly. Yes. When people react slowly, their reaction is huge and is continuous because the slow moving of a lion is not out of fear. Yes. <laughs> the slow crawling of a lion is not out of fear. Yes. So this apparent slow reaction or slow movement is even more dangerous. So watch out for people who are slow reactors. But it's better to be slow in reaction, especially in terms of anger. Are you there? You know, there are many things but I think, how many are glad that God is giving you wisdom as you are about to give an offering? 
Yes. Something that is going to help you to be rich. Yes. And that's the essence of giving. That as you give, you open the door for many, many, many more blessings. So even as we are just even, you haven't yet given, but you are about to give. Do you see? Already, you are being blessed. Yes. And you know, like I was saying to you, there are certain things when you hear, you should immediately know somebody wants me to be poor. That's why he's mentioning this thing to me. Somebody's offering me this and suggesting for me to have this. Do you see? Yes. But as you take your time and you are temperate and moderate, you find yourself gradually becoming richer and richer. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You know, some of the kings in, some, in the olden days, they used to have gout. You know gout? It's the toe. One of the toes becomes very painful and swollen. And it, came, it, it is from uric acid. And it is produced by a combination of meat and alcohol. You know? And it's, it was a common problem. And it's from the excesses. Because they had everything. Could eat anything. And they were so fat. King Henry VIII, for instance, he couldn't even be carried. Oh, yes. And they suffered from the pains that came from all these things. Meat. And it's like, since meat is now available, we are going to eat it. Meat, alcohol, combination, uric acid, a whole metabolic complexity. So remember, take your time. And you see that you are becoming richer. Slowly, gently, gently, gently. And you arrive at where... You see, when you are buying petrol for your car by the grace, it shouldn't be like a blood transfusion that they are removing your blood. Because you have strived to get a car, but you can't even buy petrol for this car. (laughs) You are buying what? One gallon at a time. One gallon. One gallon. And when your tank is empty, that is when the debt from the under of the petrol tank comes into the engine and spoils the engine. And so your poverty that has led you to mostly you are almost either empty or emergency in your car, in the red, is destroying the car more. Yeah. Anybody whose tank is getting to zero is almost about to spoil the car because a lot of the petrol we sell is not correct and the debt is at the bottom. That's why a new car can get spoiled. Yes, brand new car can get spoiled from the fuel. So God is making you rich by this church service. Yes. You haven't even given up. Like God is just saying in anticipation of your, your gift. 
Lift your hand and say, God, you are very kind and very good. Yes. Yes. How many didn't know that when your tank is almost empty, it spots a new cars? Oh, yes. If you ever have a new car, and this, any of these type of newer cars, once your tank is near empty, it just sweeps the thing from the, the bottom and it enters the engine. So you see a new car that is sport, get, or already getting sport. And you say, how is it already two years and then three years old and it's already? So you think you are saving. But the car is bigger than your size. And the tank is also bigger than you. Receive great provisions from the Lord as you give your offering today. Take your offering out, please. Your tithes, your offering, everything. And let's present ourselves to the Lord very quickly. Father, which art in heaven, we thank you. Please, let's give your first offering, second offering, tithe. Let's support. You know, how many have noticed that, let's say, this screen, we didn't do fundraising for this screen. Can you imagine how much is this one? You know, they sell them at this uh, East Legon Junction. They, they, there's a big, there's a big screen there. Go and ask how much is this? It's one. You can find out for yourself. And how much is this one? And then this big one in the middle. And then your other small one there. Did we raise funds for each one? Did we ask you for dollars? Did we ask you for duty? Look at the air conditioner things that are increasing over our heads. Eh? When you start feeling cold in the church. I hope that one will not become a complaint. Some of you say we used to lose weight in church. We used to come to church as a sauna to lose weight. Now it has taken away that small benefit. Hmm. Lift up your offering, your tithes, your first offering, your second offering, so that if you don't want to come in the second offering, you don't even have to, you know that I've done everything by the grace. Lift your hands. Father, we thank you for your great blessing today in the name of Jesus. As we sow this seed, bless. And we give thanks to you with this offering. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus, my Savior, Jesus, my teacher,
What a blessing. Lift your hands and ask the Lord to speak to you in this amazing time that we have in his presence. Father, we are giving you thanks. We are grateful for your mighty power that is at work. Thank you for guiding us by your Holy Spirit. We are grateful, dear Lord. Speak to our hearts. Lead us by your mighty Holy Spirit. I pray for the spirit of revelation. At this time, Father, we thank you for the spirit of revelation. We give you thanks for the spirit of revelation. Thank you for the spirit of revelation. In Jesus' name we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. You may be seated. Now, today is Thanksgiving service. And uh, I believe, uh, how can I say thanks service? And I believe it's the last Sunday. Or is that another Sunday? The last Sunday of 2021. So, we've had two years of pandemic-like activities. And um, we are continuing and uh, we believe and hope that it's going to get better. Amen. Amen. Well, throughout this time, we have kept ourselves uh, very busy. In fact, we have been busier than ever before. But I hope you have been busy also serving the Lord. Amen. Amen. And so, today on this last uh, Sunday, we want to address a number of important things. Amen. Amen. So turn with me to Isaiah chapter 60. How can I say thanks? All right. Isaiah chapter 60, verse number one. How can I say thanks? Arise and shine. For thy light is come. Amen. Amen. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Amen. Amen. So how can we say thanks to the Lord? I believe it is by arising and shining. Why are we arising and shining? For thy light is come. Okay? Now, God expects us to get up. When the sun comes out and you see that you are still lying in bed, sleeping. Okay? I think you can see that there's something wrong. Because light has come. And the glory or the beauty of the sun has come out. Is that not so? And as this beauty of the sun has come, you are expected to respond by arising and shining. Amen. Now, the light that we have, all right, the light that we have received from the Lord is so much that he's expecting us to shine with the light that he has given to us to shine, to do well, 
So everyone must ask yourself or must say that how can I say thanks? How can I say thanks to the Lord? Okay? With the background of the fact that God has given me so much light. You personally, how can you say thanks to God? You know, let's realize that more than half of the thank yous that we say are fake. Do you see? More than half of the honor that we give is fake. It's just words. Do you see? And that the honor and the real respect is often not found in the things we want to say thank you with. You see, for instance, over the years, people give cards. They say thank you. Over the years, I've always questioned people who give me cards. I said, did you write these words? Did you write, oh, you are the this of this and that, and I like you because this, 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 and and whatever, whatever, to my super, whatever, this and that, bam. And then you, you, you just present, write your name under. To me, I'm sure that it's real to some people, but to me it's not real. All right? A lot of things we do are what we want to do, but not what the person whom you are trying to appreciate, appreciates. I hope you get what I'm saying. Like some people to celebrate, they, they feel you've done something good to them and for them by giving them a surprise. Do you see? One day I told somebody, me, I don't like those surprises. I'm not into surprises. Don't surprise me with things. It doesn't make me happy. I don't know if you get what I'm saying. You, you think you are doing something wonderful, but to somebody to, to come to home and see that a lot of people are in the house, it's not, a, it's not, it's not something wonderful for the person. <laughs> It depends on everybody, what the person appreciates and what the person enjoys, not what you want to do. A lot of cakes cannot be eaten. A lot of what? Cannot be eaten. Maybe you don't know. I remember one time some people brought a whole lot of cakes here. I didn't eat even one of those cakes. But they are cakes. Sometimes when we are saying thank you, we are the ones who are making ourselves happy. Or maybe we want to do something. It it is not that we are showing the person who is getting the thanks or the appreciation. A thank you is to appreciate someone. Oh, I really appreciate you for what you've done for me. And I believe God is showing us today that 
saying thank you is not on your terms. Saying thank you is on his terms. Huh? Arise and shine for thy light has come. Light has come. Wow, that's one of the things God has given to us. Light, we've, we've seen a lot of, this year we've seen a lot of light. We've seen at least clearly certain people that are orangus and enemies, at least they are clearly known as what they are. They are not able to pretend so much anymore. Because what you are is what you are. It's a blessing. Light has come. Light has come into your life about many things. That's one of the things God gives us. Light. Light of eternity. When I see the dead, because in our church we have a mortuary, we have our own cemetery, we have we deal with the dead as well as the living. When I see all these and I see people I knew from a certain stage in life and I see them go even to, to die and beyond death, sometimes years after I even see them, I say, it's a revelation to me that every one of us here is just performing You are like a performer with some time. You come on stage, perform, and go. And you'll not be there forever. And what you do with your opportunity will go with you to eternity. Deuteronomy 28. We are on Isaiah, and we are going to stay with Isaiah, but I just want to quickly let you see something that God sees. Deuteronomy 28, and let's look at verse number 47. Deuteronomy 28, and verse 47. It says, let, let's read verse 46, or verse 45 maybe. Moreover, all these curses shall come upon thee, and pursue thee, and overtake thee, Till thou be destroyed. Because thou hearkenest unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Thou hearkenest not to the voice of the Lord thy God. To keep his commandments and his statutes which he commanded thee. Verse 46. And they shall be, a curse is like that, they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder. Like a curse is like a sign. And a curse is a wonder. It's a wonder because it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Do, do you know that Ghana is one of the richest countries? Like it's when we say the land, when we say the word, when even the, the name of Ghana, Gold Coast, before it became Ghana. It's a wonder. The, the word Gold Coast. I don't know how they knew Ghana had so much gold. When we were in Chebi, my, our pastor told us that the Galamse people have asked him, they want to dig under our churches. The whole church is gold. They said they would dig under and they would build the church for him. They should give him some weeks. They would rebuild everything, tile it, 
air condition the whole church and give it to him. Literally. That's the amount of gold in Chebi. And not only there, but in the whole country. It's a wonder. It's a wonder that that what? Many things are wonderful. <laughs> I mean, a nascent when you say covered, it goes like it's like as if it's a metaphorical statement or some kind. It's literal, like it's gold like this. Covered. All the way to the north. I met a white man. He told me, I said, Where are you from? He said, I'm from Buipe in Tamale. So what I, what did you go to Selmo? I'm, we are on oil. There's oil there. I said, what oil? I said, oil, the oil that we trail, there's some there. You are, you are from where? I said, I'm from Bipi. He said, I saw your church in Tamale and beyond Tamale. Oil, the country is covered with old gold and oil. Anyway, back to the verse. It says, and they shall be upon thee for a sign and a wonder. It, 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 will, it, will just, it will just be marvelous to you. And then they're wonderful. It's like, wow. Are you sure what you are saying? Gold Coast. Hmm. And we rather struggling to get visas to go to other countries. Huh? It's a wonder. Is it not a wonder? Anyway, Ham, Ham, he didn't try. Ham, he didn't force at all. He went to mock your father. Verse 47. And he's giving the reason for the wonder and the curse. He says, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. And with gladness of heart. So your heart must be full of gladness. And your, you must be full of joy serving the Lord. Lord of joyfulness serving the Lord. Amen. Are you excited about this amazing scripture? Said, this curse is coming because of this. It's telling you why the curse is coming. Because you wouldn't serve the Lord. Look at this verse. With joyfulness like gladness. Like the thankfulness is in your heart. Not in just thankful respect or with a card or a party or a celebration. Or some kind of activity which you want to do. Or with an offering which is not genuine. It doesn't mean anything. I think that serving God. All right. With your heart and with joyfulness is the biggest thank you you can ever say to God. I, I honestly don't know of any other way that you can say thank you to God other than to serve him with, the joy, with joyfulness and gladness of heart. I think it is the best way to say th- Not that I, I think, but I'm saying here like the mega curse is coming because you wouldn't serve. So it's like serving God is your thank you. Your thank you is serving God. Look at it. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. 
Like the attitude. Of course the attitude matters. You can't come with a funny face. And an attitude. And a squeeze, whatever. Irritated. Serving with all that irritation. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not welcome. We, we don't need it. God doesn't want it. You're either happy to be there or you're not happy to be there. You're happy to be involved or you're not happy to be involved. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness and with gladness of heart. And what would, what would be the response of God? For the abundance of all things. All things will be given to you plenty. Wow. So brothers and sisters, I feel that if you want to say thank you to God, let's look at the way God recognizes the thank you. Huh? Having a service to say thank you, giving an offering which we don't even know whether most of us are even part of that special offering. Wearing white. Huh? What does it mean? It means you have white something at home. Does anybody want to choose the best way to say thank you? Because, you know, if you appreciate somebody, you better find something the person appreciates. One of the things that people like, like to do is that they, they, they will draw you. You know, one of the things that I don't enjoy is looking at drawings of myself. I can just tell you free of charge. <laughs> Don't draw me. I don't know why you want to take a picture if at least. How many have seen a drawing of yourself and you are not so happy with, with the drawing? You even look at it and say, that, ah, is that what I look like? But some people really love it. It's their favorite. I've been to people's houses and they have put several paintings of themselves are all over the house. Yes, they've been painted, drawn, painted. What is the right word? Is it draw or paint or what? Portrait. A portrait. <laughs> hey! And there's several. They have it. Sometimes even husband and wife together, they have, they've drawn a portrait. They've painted them nicely. It is what people like. Do it for them. I was walking on the road one day. Some guy was called and said, come, I'll draw, I'll draw you right now. Oh, yes. I mean, that was his work. He stand there five minutes. He, he, he just will draw you right now. And it was almost working. decide eh? are you listening to me to say thank you to God in a way that he appreciates one of the things that God doesn't want is any image of him he doesn't like images it, it is written in the Bible 
Thou shalt not make any image, any graven image of God. Whether of things in the air, things on land, things under the land, in the water. Don't make any image. Look at it. Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image or any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that is in the earth beneath or that is under, in the water under the earth. He doesn't like those things. That's not how to say thank you to God. Like you draw something with big muscles <laughs> and something with a big sword or something which looks very, very big and say it is God, that this is God. And God says, I don't like that. I don't enjoy it. In fact, I hate it. No, there are some gods that are very tall. Like you see a temple taller than this building and there's a big God right up to the ceiling. Huge. And God says, I don't like it. I don't like it. You like it. And it looks frightening to you and glorious to you, but he says, I don't like it. Don't make any image of me. It's not a thank you to him. It's your idea, but it's not his idea. So I know as human beings, we have all our ideas about how to say thanks to God. But God also has his own idea. And he's shown us right there. Deuteronomy 28 verse 47. Because thou servest not the Lord thy God. No, let's read from verse 45. It helps. Huh? From verse 45. It says, moreover, these curses shall come upon thee and shall pursue thee and overtake thee till thou be destroyed. Why? Because thou hearkenest not unto the voice. You don't listen to him, to the voice of the Lord thy God, to keep his commandments huh? and his statutes which he commands you this day. And then verse 46, and they shall be upon thee for a sign. It will always be like a sign. That when a sign is something that people notice or that draws people at people's attention. Like I saw a, a sign selling Coca-Cola. They said, still one CD. Yeah. It caught my attention. Still one CD. Is it true? Is it still one CD? Yes, but the sign I saw was still one CD. And it caught my attention. It made me think, so Coca-Cola is one CD. So wow. Still one CD. Is it still one CD? Oh. It's not one CD. <laughs> yeah. So, a sign, when a curse is on you like a sign, is something you notice. And you say, hmm. Like when I say that Ghana is covered with gold, covered with oil, covered with timber, covered with diamonds. I mean, this country. I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you take Ghana alone and it's like one of the richest square meters of, uh, of, of earth, of the earth. Yeah, just Ghana. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. 
is a wonder. It will make you think and make you wonder. And it's like a sign. It will catch your attention. And, it's, and the reason is there. It says, there shall be upon thee a sign and a wonder. Why? Because, because, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. It's like, you, you, don't, you don't serve him with happiness, love and excitement. This is what God expects for him giving you his light, his word. So today, you can even change my message from how can I say thanks to a new message that I'm giving you now, a new title of my message. Do you want to know the title? Yes. Very simple. The title of my message is, Where is your bus? Yes. Where is your bus? You can write it down. Where is your bus? Yes. member a bus one member one bus no yes one member one bus now in Isaiah 60 it prophesies about the coming of you yes the coming of you into the system it says behold darkness shall cover the earth has darkness covered the earth? Oh, yes. There's, I mean, evil you can never, I mean, engross darkness, the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. Now, let's just take the pandemic as an evil. An evil which seems to stop everything. So today, we can't tell exactly what is happening in the world. Nobody knows what is really happening. I got a message, somebody, he has three vaccinations and has got COVID today with a lot of symptoms. <laughs> a lot of symptoms. That is two vaccinations, one booster, which is three. Okay. And now has a lot of he says, breathing, just after the vaccines and everything, another COVID has come with symptoms of pains and breathing and what have you. Oh, yes. Now, we can't tell, that's what I'm saying, gross darkness has covered the earth. Please take note of what I'm saying because our service closed at exactly by two. You see that we have closed and it's one something now. So take note very carefully of what I'm saying. Gross darkness has covered. Pandemics have come. We don't know whether the vaccine works. Because the other vaccines that we've had in the world don't work this way. Yellow fever vaccination. 
not, I've never met anybody who has yellow fever. I've not met anybody who has yellow or yellow fever positive before. <laughs> oh, yes. We have all been vaccinated about it, and it's supposed to give us immunity. I've not met mumps, measles, what have you. Most of the vaccinations, the vaccinations seem to have some effect. We are not so sure. But we are all taking it, and I want to encourage everybody to take it, especially the traditional vaccines. Everybody should take it. But whether it is that the vaccines are not working or working, or whether the, the virus is weakening, because by all means, it, it mutates. When it changes, it nature changes. Either it's more transmissible, less transmissible, more symptoms, less symptoms, or weaker symptoms. Or maybe it is even weakening. It could be that it is weakening. The vaccine is not working, but it's weakening. So it's not having the same effect. It's also another theory. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why we don't see so much like Ebola and this. As they mutate and they change, it's like it's, it, you don't know where it's gone. So, to fulfill our righteousness, you have to take it. Take chloroquine, take ivermectin, take vitamin C, take zinc, because we don't know. But I think that the government wants everybody to be vaccinated. So, everybody should be vaccinated. I've been vaccinated. And I hear there's a booster. So, Charlie? Yes, we are boosting. It's a wonder. But a darkness has come. And nobody knows what is coming. The other day I had Russian, uh, uh, what's it, mercenaries in Mali. Yeah. Fighting. It's a marvelous thing. I don't know if it's real. So the evils in the world are increasing. Huh? And other, other types of evils. More. But the word of God is giving us a warning that that's going to be the nature of the system. But in the midst of this, the Lord shall arise upon thee. Are you there? Are you seeing it? Look at it all. Isaiah 60. I want you to look at the verse. Look at this very nice verse. It is actually telling us how the last days will be. And there are going to be a lot of difficulties. There are, there are places you can't even mention certain sections of the Bible, like Romans chapter 1 and Exodus and Leviticus, where it talks about different perversions. You are not even allowed to mention. It's like they're actually taking out sections of the Bible. In the world that's supposed to be have freedom of whatever, and uh, what is it called? Rights, human rights. Freedom of everything. Yeah. So, brothers and sisters, the Lord in the midst of all this is going to arise upon us. The anointing is going to increase and his glory is going to come. Do you know that we can have a church with 100,000 attendants on Sunday morning? 100,000. Yes, 100,000 people can come to church on Sunday morning. Oh, yes. That's glory. That's beauty. 
Bishop Oyelepo is seeing that and more. Yes. Witness Chapel, they see that in Nigeria. And more than that, more than that, it's in the midst of the greatest evils. There are many countries you can't go kidnapping, murder, even Ghana. The things that we hear of in the news, we've never heard of them before. At least I've been here for more than 50 years. Never had all this. Everybody used to stay in this house with uh, chicken, um, chicken mesh as your burglar proofing. If you like, try chicken mesh today and see whether it will keep out the chickens. The current chickens, they pass through that thing. But in verse 3, it says, the Gentiles shall come to thy light. So it means that in this season, eh, God is going to cause the Gentiles to come to the light that God has given to you. Arise and shine, your light has come. So Gentiles will come to your light and kings to the brightness of thy rising. So even kings, that means presidents and high up people would even come towards this rising. Where is your bus? Where is your bus full of Gentiles? Hmm? You are not flowing with the prophecy. You are not flowing with the prophecy. Verse 4. Lift up thine eyes round about and see all they gather themselves. This is the prophecy. People gather themselves. This is the era of the bus. Either you are a bus captain bussing the people or you are paying for a bus, or you know your bus is outside, or your bus is gathering people, and your bus is coming back. Everybody must have a bus. I'm commissioning you as bus center agents. Everybody. Now, I was watching someone was giving a testimony. It was saying that in their church, an announcement was made that they are no, the church will no more pay for busing. And he decided to pay for the busing for this whole area himself. That's a businessman's decision. Yeah. I've actually heard a number of testimonies like that. So I, I pay for all this busing. Like, it's like I'm a, I'm a businessman, but I'm, I'm, I finance busing from here, the gathering. Yes. All they gather themselves together. Yeah. You are flowing with the prophecy. Either you are the one bursting. You see, we don't need cars here. Sunday, thank you, God. You will drive, what is it, one? Bentley. Uh, what is the other Mercedes Benz, the expensive one? Maybach. Maybach. Why not Juneback? Okay, Maybach. Juneback. Anything that is working. Huh? Okay. You can have all those things, but Sunday we need buses. Oh, yes. Pack your car and organize your bus. We are moving with buses. Where is your bus? Yes. On this last Sunday, 
I am asking everybody here, where is your bus? Because your busing of people to church on this last Sunday, there will be no space here if you were involved in busing. Yeah. And you see, busing is such that from the owner of the bus to the driver of the bus to the payer, the one who pays for the bus, to the person who organizes the people, to the soul winner, to the uh, helper, the people who sit in, to everybody in the church has something that you can do as concerning a bus. That's why I'm asking you that. Where is your bus? Like, tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor and accuse him. Say, tell you, so you, where, where, where is your bus? I don't see your ways. Look at the scripture. Lift up thine eyes round about and see. All they gather themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come from far. And thy daughters shall be nursed at thy side. The daughters will be nursed. And the sons will come from far. This is a prophecy. This is going to be our story. That this should have been your story. But is it this year we started church? After the pandemic. Is this year we started? Yeah. We came when? Around August. June, yes. And we started. Yes. Huh? June back. Ask your neighbor, you, no, not your, the first neighbor, another neighbor, where is your bus? Where is your bus? The greater love people are not asking themselves, like from the first row backwards, the, this greater love section. I think maybe I have to move my puppy to the left. You're moving more this way. Where is your bus? Oh, yes. If you are a visitor and you don't understand what I'm saying, no problem. Consider it as a mystery. But everybody else knows what I'm talking about. Verse 5. Then thou shalt see and flow together. Thou shalt see and do what? And flow together. Wow. Flow basing. Flow together basing. And thine heart shall fear and be enlarged. I'm talking of 100,000 attendants. It's possible. Because the abundance of the sea shall be converted. Sea always represents masses of people. 
in the Bible, the sea. It says the abundance, the plenty people will be converted. Listen, I want to encourage you, eh? the God you are serving, there is a way he appreciates, thank you. There is a way that he understands and, and receives, just even myself as an example. I said, I've given there something, if you make a painting of me and bring it, you've, you've passed the wrong road. It's not something that I so much enjoy particularly. I've not yet seen a painting of me that I have enjoyed. You've gone the wrong way. You got the wrong way. I should have told you before. I appreciate it and I thank you for the effort and even the cost. Maybe you hired an artist who has really done his best. One day I saw and I saw the thing. I said, "Yeah." The thing looks. I said, "No, no, no, no. Is it true that I look like this?" <laughs> Brothers and sisters, we serve a God. Who is defining the way he likes to be said thank you to? We serve a God who has not just left it open. In Deuteronomy 28, verse 47, he says, Because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness, with gladness of heart, for the abundance of all things, he would have rewarded you with the abundance of all things. Serving the Lord. That's why I say, where is your mass? That in this church, I'm giving you a way to serve. You see, I'm not emphasizing money. I'm not emphasizing giving money. I'm not emphasizing giving anything. I'm not emphasizing bringing anything to me. I'm emphasizing you serving God from the bottom of your heart with joy. Not that somebody is dragging you or you are being pulled in a cart or being made to do what you don't want to do. It's what you do from the bottom of your heart. That's why I'm saying that. Eh? Link it to a bus. Link it to a bus. If you, if you sit there and know that I have a bus, at least I pay for all this busing. That's all. Or I'm involved with this one. I organize this or I do this or I'm involved. I pay for this. I help this. Even an Uber is a bus. An Uber is because it takes at least four passengers. How many people can go into one Uber? Four? They are very small. Can four people go inside? Yes. listening to me? Yes. Even to me, you want to appreciate me and you bring me a, a card with so many words. I've often told you, did you write these things? Do you mean any of these things? Why don't you say something? In fact, I notice people who say more or less when they write. If somebody writes to me, I read it. One day, I had a whole pile of letters just a, 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 few, a few days ago. I had a whole pile of letters some uh, Americans came around the broadband and I said, Every single letter, I read every single They wrote on, uh, what do you call, even torn papers. I read all. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. The one that you mean, I'm, I'm interested to know that one. Poe- poems from uh, 200 years ago, it's not, it, how does it help me? We can all make quotations. Shakespeare. Look, that's just me. Some people really like cards. Some people have cards. They put all the cards up. They put it. They even make a string and then they hang the, the cards along. It is like, I mean, do it, please. I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. But I'm saying that everybody and what he likes. Oh, yes. Somebody brought me a goat. And I'm saying that personally, I don't eat goats. Personally, I don't eat goats. 
I do not eat goats. I'm not against goats, but I say I don't eat it. Eh? Oh, you don't understand my simple message. I'm trying to help you to know how to say thank you. So you are saying thank you with a goat. I said, one day there was a goat in my house. It, it was making, I called the security. I said, man, kill this animal now. It just died. Man, 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 man. The whole day we were in the house with the goat for days. God is telling you, I don't like graven images. I don't like, it's not something I like, even if you make me look very powerful. With a sword and very big and mighty with muscles and this and that and very, very powerful. I say, I don't want, don't make any image of anything or any animal, anything of me. I don't, I hate it. I hate it. And don't bow down to any image. I don't accept that. It is a curse and an insult to God. That you make anything that has been created and you, 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 you make it that he is that thing. Ah, 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 you have gone the wrong way. He shown us in Deuteronomy 28 and verse, verse 47. He says, because thou servest not the Lord thy God with joyfulness. And with that, because of this only, this one thing. The whole of Deuteronomy 28 is because of this verse. You didn't want to listen to me and serve me happily. Who wants somebody to serve when a person is angry? With an angry face. Irritated that you are being dragged to church. You are being dragged to serve him. You have to have discussions and meetings with you before you come. Plenty talking before you do anything. Before you give anything to, to him. Who wants money that you have to drag out of people with always talking, plenty saying things before the person will say, okay, take this, take this and go. What is that? What are all these? How can I say thanks? Where is your bus? Verse 5. Thou shalt see and flow together. Oh yes. And thine heart shall fear and be enlarged. The multitudes of camels shall cover thee. Amen. Dromedaries. Eh? And they shall show forth the praises of the Lord. He's saying camels and other cars will even be coming, trotters and buses, transportation. What are camels for? They, were not, they don't eat camels. These are transport vehicles. Verse 7. Arise and shine is verse 1. Eh? Those of you who know verse 1. Arise and shine for the light has come. The glory of the Lord come. Verse 7 is verse 7 of verse 1. Like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7. All the flocks. All the flocks, the sheep, the members eh, of Kedar shall be gathered together unto thee. They'll be gathered, they'll be organized. The rams of Nebaioth shall minister unto thee. They shall come up with acceptance upon mine altar. And I will glorify the house of my glory. You see, God, the glory, I'll glorify the house of my glory when the flocks of Kedar shall be gathered together. I'll glorify the house of my glory. Have you ever heard of such a verse? I'll glorify the house of my glory. The house of my glory is his house. And he says, I'll make my, the house of my glory beautiful. Oh, yes. Why? Because the flocks shall be gathered together. All right? 
Yes. Now, verse 8. Who are these that fly as a cloud? Huh? And as the doves to their windows. Who are these that fly? Members will even be flying to come to church. People will fly to come to church. They'll fly. Today in the Bible school, people have flown from all over the world. Yes. Are you there? Verse 9. Surely the isles shall wait for me. And the ships of Tashish. So the islands are waiting for us. So that, that, that shows you outreach. Working for God. This is a result of having the knowledge of God. Huh? To bring thy sons from far. Oh, God is bringing us sons from far. Far. They are silver and they are gold with them. Why not? Why not? Our aim is not the silver and the gold. But when the souls are coming, they will come with their silver and their gold. And unto the name of the Lord thy God and to the Holy One of Israel, because he has glorified thee. When God brings beauty to his church, it's souls, souls, and souls. It's gathering of souls. That's when God brings glory and beauty to his church. An empty church is not a glory, it's not glorifying God. The honor of the king is in the multitude of the people. The beauty and the glory of the church is in the multitude that God himself gathers. Where is your bus? Where is your bus? Busing is not a special event for a special day, for a special swollen Sunday. Or for a special group. It's the standard practice in the church. Standard. Standard activity for a normal church. Because the large number of people cannot even come themselves. Are you there? Tell your neighbor, hey, it's Merry Christmas, but where is your bus? It's Merry Christmas, but where is your bus? Are you with me in Isaiah 16? The sons of strangers shall build up thy walls. Everybody should expect foreigners to be in the church. Amen. Our church, the language, official language in the church is English. In case you don't know, the official language is English. Just like on the news, it's in English. On the Ghana television. Huh? Or is it now in three? No, 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 no. Oh, yes. The national television station is English. That's the language that all the uh, northern, border, west, east, central, all of us understand. Guns. We from the, the shores. Huh? Are we here or we are not here? Those of us from the seaside. Are you here or you are not here? Seaside members, are you here? Uh-huh. 
The sons of strangers shall build up thy walls. No more letting foreigners feel like visitors. Nobody likes to feel like a foreigner. In fact, in the Bible, a visitor, a foreigner, a widow, an orphan, they're all put in the same category. It's not easy to be a foreigner in another language, in another country. You're supposed to treat foreigners specially. In Israel, some, one Ghanaian told me one time, he said that the Israelis would keep them as house helps and made it because of this verse. He said, the stands of strangers shall build up their walls. So it's like foreigners and that's how they allowed them to stay, with, stay there and work illegally. This is the verse they use. Because this is their Bible. This is the Torah. Isaiah is their Torah. Oh, every Jew has this one. Yes. I watched, a, I watched a movie once. The guy was a Jew. They caught him, but he was pretending to be an Arab. So when they put his hand, their hand on his head, they told him, pray, you are going to die. So he started to pray in Arabic. And the man said, hey, pray your language. Then immediately he said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Said, pray, pray your real prayer. <laughs> he changed immediately to the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. <laughs> a Jew is some 23 is for Jews. The whole of the Old Testament is for Jews. Yeah. (laughs) Are you listening? Verse 11. Therefore thy gates shall be open continually. They shall not be shut day or night. That men might bring unto thee the forces of the Gentiles. Amen. So our church gates will be open all the time because the members are so many. That they are coming day, night. As you can see in the tower that we are building there. It's an open place. Everybody can come and pray. Beautiful. (laughs) Hallelujah. Tell your neighbor, where is your bus? The whole thing is about where is your bus? Where is your bus that you are using to say thank you to the Lord? And so, is there a place we can support bussing? Is there, is there, where, where is it? How do we, how do I support buses? Where's the busing account? How can I know? You must pay for a bus. So I'm paying for this bus. Get involved. Do we have a way to put it on the screen? Let us know. Busing. Everybody have a bus. Yes, even a boo, you can take an area, I'm paying for a bus in this area. The guy, the guy was giving the testimony, he said, I'm, I'm paying for all this area. I decided to pay for it for one year. And God has blessed me. He was testifying how God has blessed his business. He said that I decided that I will pay for the transport of all this area for them to go to church. To the glory of God. Yes. You can pay for the whole of Medina. You can pay for any area. The whole of where? Amanochrome, yes. The whole of Dansoman. Buses will just be coming, carrying souls. Kwabenya, everywhere. Yes, it's Legon. Free, they'll, be, they'll come free and they'll grow in the Lord and be strong. That's how you can say thank you to the Lord. Because we see, we are a church. We are not a singing group, we are a church. We are a church. And you are part of the church. And you can be part of a small part of a small part of the church. Until God uses you 
until we grow and to become 100,000 members. Sitting, you see that 100,000 are sitting. First love church, Accra. Accra. Are you listening to what I'm saying? I said Accra, 100,000. It's possible. Is it possible or it's not possible? It's possible. Very, very possible. Very possible. Are you ready to flex your loving muscles to the Lord? Say, Lord, I will show you how I love you. Yeah. Now, ask your neighbor, are there any ways you don't really appreciate love or you, you have a different way of it? Can you inform me of any things that you are not into about love, appreciation? Yes. Every standing. One member, one bus. One member, one bus. I am going to pay for my busing, me personally, my own busing, from January to December. I will choose, I will choose, I'm going to choose. Huh? I'll choose Dan Soman. I know why. I'll choose Dan Soman. It's a personal Dan Soman to here. Yeah. I'm going to pay for busing from Dan Soman to here. Yes. That's my. I'm choosing Dan Soman. Yeah. Who are the center leaders at Dan Soman? Yeah. Yes. And I'll pay from January to December. Yeah. In advance, I'll pay one time. Yes. Tell your neighbor, you are not also saying yours. You are not also saying yours. You're not also saying yours. Yeah. Because I know that I can't go to Dansoman to organize the people. So I've decided to just do that. Yes. I know what I cannot do. Medina, somebody is uh, saying Medina is just here, so it's, it's very cheap. The mountains, the mountains all over. Lift your hands. How can I say thanks? You can't say thanks. Decide to say thanks to God. Father, thank you for this opportunity. We give you thanks and we give you praise. We are grateful for all that you've done for our lives. Lord Jesus, we know many things have happened. Many things have happened. Many things have taken place. For which we come to you at the end of 2021 to say thank you. Thank you that we are just Life. Thank you that you've kept us. Thank you that we see a lot of darkness all over the world. Yes. All of that. A lot of darkness. But we pray that your glory shall rise upon us. And we will be able to say thank you to you for your goodness, your kindness, preserving us up till today. We are grateful. We thank you give you praise. And Lord we pledge we pledge going forward into 2022 
We shall arise and shine. We shall arise and win souls. We shall arise and build a church with a hundred thousand members attending this church. Oh, every Sunday. We give you thanks that we can be involved in such great things. We are glad, we are grateful, and we give thanks. Forgive us for whatever we haven't done or we haven't done well. Have mercy on us. We say, Lord, we want to give ourselves to you, to your work, to your glory. Help us to serve you to the very end beautifully. We give you thanks. And I pray for everyone whose hand is lifted up that will be part of this great army that will fight to build your church in a beautiful way. Thank you, Lord, for this blessing. Let light now arise and glory arise over everyone who has decided to be part of this great work for your glory. In Jesus' name I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye closed, if you want to give your life to Jesus, if you want to give your life to Jesus, maybe somebody invited you, you want to be born again, you want me to pray with you to give your life to God. Lift up your right hand wherever you are. Maybe somebody invited you, but you don't know Jesus as your Savior. Just lift up your right hand. God bless you. Lift it up high. God bless you. And if you've lifted your hand, come to me. Come from where you are standing. Come from where you are standing. Come from where you are standing to me in the front here. God bless you. Come from wherever you are. I want to give your life to Jesus. Come, I'm waiting for you. Come, come all the way. His come and stand here. I'm going to pray with you. His blood will flow freely. It will provide your healing. All right. Let's pray. Those of you who have come, close your eyes and say this prayer with me. Say, Lord Jesus, please forgive me for my sins. Have mercy on me. I give my life to Jesus Christ. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Please follow this lady with a follow me sign and you come back and join us. All right? God bless you. Clap for them. You may be seated. Take your communion. Take your Holy Communion, if you have it. Brothers, sisters. Brothers, sisters, we are one. And our lives have just been. delivered and be set free the body of Jesus
and now the blood may your sins be forgiven and washed away through the blood of Jesus Christ the blood of Jesus lift your hands for your blessing whatever you couldn't accomplish in 2021 may you be empowered to cross into 2022 stronger than when you became 2021 may the Lord bless you and strengthen you for the last few days of this year may you sail victoriously into the new year May you be strengthened by the power of the Holy Spirit in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today. For more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more, make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.